to a novel evening. My name is Danny, also known as at Blotted Ink Books over on Instagram. Firstly, uh, I hope you've all had a really, really wonderful Christmas, however you celebrate. Um, I hope you've eaten too much and drunk too much and been sport rotten um, and enjoyed all of the festive fun um, in whatever way, shape or form you chose to. Um, on today's episode, I'm joined by one of my absolute favourite bookstagrammers. I know I say that for everybody, but uh, Amna's Bookshelf is one of my favourite accounts. She posts some of the most insightful reviews. She is such an incredible writer for a start, which comes across in her reviews. She is um, an incredibly talented writer. She's also just incredibly lovely, very warm, very welcoming. She has been an amazing cheerleader for me with my work, with my writing. Um, and if you don't follow her, you need to go across and give Amina's bookshelf a little click, a little follow over on Instagram. You will absolutely not regret it. And she is joining me to have a chat about her novel evening. So, hello. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm just, it's a very tiring Wednesday. I feel my age tonight. Oh, <laughs> it's been a busy day. It has been, but you look, you're like glowing. Oh, I fine? have a light concentrated on me because my boyfriend hates like light it's really annoying like he likes mood lighting so everything's really dark and usually when I'm on zoom calls like no one can see me everyone's always like why are you sitting in the dark so I put um I put a lamp just directly on my face so you could actually see me it's doing wonders I've just got like a hideous light above me to just like highlight how tired I am it's a <laughs> it's a strong vibe so bookstagram Amina's bookshelf why did you start it um I just like books <laughs> lord knows I was thinking did you always earlier, know there was a big community like did you know there was a big bookstore around community or did you just kind of fall into it uh, not really like I was in this writing group and I would do a lot of the Instagram for the writing group which was very sporadic and stuff but through that I started following like different bookish accounts mm -hmm. I didn't really know about bookstagram but I just started hashtagging bookstagram and then eventually, after I came out of like this terrible job and this terrible like depression, I just like, fuck it. Oh, can I swear on this? You absolutely can. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will a lot. Swearing is loud. <laughs> I tend to swear a lot, but I'll try. Um, but yeah, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do my own one. And I thought it'd be a good way for me and like my own writing to like look at the books I was reading and like analyze them a bit more. Um, so yeah, and then it just became this fun thing that I like doing. I was gonna say, you are obviously a very keen writer um, and a really talented writer. I've obviously read your, your first novel in progress and it's excellent. Do you find there's a lot of crossover between bookstagrammers who also write? Have you kind of noticed a lot of that? Um, I think so. Like, I think I've just learned more about the publishing industry. Mm -hmm. Um, like getting like the arcs and like the advanced reader copies yeah. and the proofs and stuff. I've just realized more about the industry. And also like, I used to just go into bookshops and just buy whatever book I wanted. 
But now I'm much more aware of like what the trendy books are and like what the new releases are and what everyone's talking about, which is a good and bad thing, I think. I think it's a double-edged sword isn't it really mm-hmm. I definitely find that I don't just go in I remember when I used to just go in and like browse for ages and just end up buying like three random books whereas now I kind of know what I'm going in for like yeah definitely from the get-go but so we're here to talk about your novel evening so your fantasy fictional night of fun starting off are we going for like is this like a date like dinner for two or are we going like a full-blown party it's not a day, it's like a dinner party. It's an eclectic dinner party, but there is going to be someone there who I think I will have sex with. So. <laughs> I'm so glad day, somebody but... has said this. <laughs> because mine would literally just be like all the hot men from books that I like. And everyone's come on with really like intelligent and smart answers. I'm like, is it bad that I just want to invite all the people I want to bang from books to like a I mean, dinner? yeah I don't get the intelligent art like you know what like I said before like I want to be a writer and I would love to come on here and be like yeah I want to like sit down with like Zadie Smith and like really talk about books with Bernadine Everisto no it's a party I want people who like the sesh I want to I want to just you know let loose we don't want really like I don't know no offense to Charlie but I'm not having Jane Eyre I don't think she's on the vibe no no I think uh that's not the uh that's not the vibes I'm going for either Jane Austen hanging out in the corner looking disapproving the whole time is, is not my jam at yeah. all so to start with where are we going so I've given a lot of thought to this and it's a random one but we're gonna go to Rivendell in Lord of the Rings because I just think it'd be so beautiful and cool it's just such a cool setting and like when am I ever gonna go there honestly that is probably what I would pick that is probably where there's a scene in the film where they're sat and it's all like the archways around looking out across the like all the waterfalls that would be a banging place to have a party like right there exactly oh my god yeah I just imagine this gorgeous setting it's obviously really warm there because that's what I've decided um (laughs) and I actually I did google Earlier, I started Googling, do elves drink alcohol <laughs> in Lord of the Rings? Just to double check that it's allowed. There's and a little moment, to- isn't there, where I think Legolas, it might just be in the film and not the book, but Legolas is, is like drunk something. And I remember Gimli's like wasted and he's like, my fingertips are tingling. So I think elves yeah. do drink, but just a lot more than us. Yeah, I think they drink. I, I've deduced that they drink. So then it's fine. It's the perfect setting. It's all good. So I'm going to be your maitre d' for the evening. I'm going to welcome your guests in and I'm going to uh, make sure they get to the right place. And uh, who's the first person that I'm, I don't even know how you get into Rivendell, but who's the first person I'm allowing across the bridge? <laughs> um, God, now I think about it, it's quite a random mix. <laughs> uh, no, let me start with the Lord of the Rings characters, actually, because then that will make more sense. Um, so the first two people I'd have from Lord of the Rings are Merry and Pippin. So they're allowed in. They're a strong choice because they are pure party, aren't they? Exactly. You know they're going to like bring some jokes, bring some, I don't know, some, probably some booze that they've stolen. They'll probably smuggle that in. I mean, so I'm curious l- about the, the the pipes they're always smoking. Like that doesn't seem like tobacco to me, if I'm honest with you. So they probably bring a bit of what they call it, like the old leaf. They'll bring a bit of that along. Yeah. 
Yeah, they can bring, <laughs> bring a little bit of leaf. We can all try it. Be a good time. That'd be awesome. They are. My favourite scene in those films was at the party with the fireworks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, who wouldn't yeah. do that? If they were offered the chance to blow up a massive dragon firework, who wouldn't do that? Yeah, you just, you know, just casually steal it. It's fine. They're like the perfect guests. I'm very impressed with that invite. So who's next? Yeah, I think you're going to get less and less impressed. Oh. <laughs> the next person is Georgia Nicholson from Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. Um, okay. Did you read I, those books when you were younger? I didn't. I didn't. Re- I, I remember them. I remember seeing them. I was more like Jacqueline Wilson. And I think those were like, they were like a touch above that, weren't they? On like the adult thing. For me, it was quite a grown up book. I think I managed a bit of like Judy Bloom super fudge. And I was like, oh, I don't think I could do full. It's had like full frontal snogging on the front. I was like, my mum will see that. Yeah, that's the brilliance of it though. Oh, I loved, loved, loved those books. Um, and like the main character, Georgia, she's just like, she's not like the coolest girl in school and she's not like the complete loser. And I think that's what makes it really good. Like her and her friends are like, there's this group in the middle who fancy boys and like sneak out of the house and go snog them. So I think it'd be, I think fun. Like, it'd be fun. Her and maybe Mary or Pippin would, it might be a bit yeah. old actually. But... <laughs> uh, could work out. I mean, hobbits are small, so you don't really know their age. I think it's like, you know, they go in like hundreds, don't they? So it might all pan out. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Is she legally allowed to drink? I'm pretty sure she does in the books. <laughs> <laughs> we should actively give it to her. You don't know what she's drinking, so it's fine. Fuck it. Just I haven't thought about any like realistic safeguarding here. Okay. <laughs> We're in Rivendell. <laughs> it's kind of on her to look after herself. Okay, so we've got her, we've got Mary and Pippin. Who's next? Um so this might be a controversial one. Pandora from the Adrian Mole books. Because I really loved Adrian Mole books. And I think Pandora is actually a bit of a laugh deep down. Oh, God, I read those so long ago that I can't, like, vividly picture her in my I brain. Don't... But if you say she's fun at a party, I'll I'll believe you. I'll take you away. This is even better, because I have no idea. Well, she, like, might be a bit pompous. Like, she's quite into her own intelligence and into her own looks. But I can imagine that she would be quite funny. And I think she'd be the kind of person who'd have random stories being like, I had a lover in Morocco once and we all slept together under the stars. You need that. You need someone who's a good storyteller. And maybe after a few drinks as well, she'd loosen up a little bit and let her hair down. Okay. Okay. Is that it? Have you got some more people? Oh, I've got quite a few more, actually. Okay, no, I'm down, I'm down. If you, if you get to do this one time in Rivendell, you might as well fill up the room. Um, I've also chosen Queenie, which might be another controversial choice. I don't know if I'd have her at a party, because she's quite high drama, isn't she? She is, and she can be quite annoying, but I think she would be good for a party, because I think if she'd bring in the best side of herself, you know what I mean? Like, I think she yeah. could be quite funny. She would have a few stories. She would tell like her latest drama at work or with boys or something. And if there's nobody too toxic at the party, she'd be all right. 
Yeah. If it's good vibes, there's no bad vibes at your party, so she'd be fine. No, there's no bad vibes. <laughs> there might be bad vibes. Oh God, well, is there someone coming who's bad vibes? Well, I really love Vanity Fair, and oh. I love Becky Sharp and Rawdon Crawley. Oh, <laughs> your face! You're like nah. I mean, I think that's it's a bold move if you if you want to see some some drama at your party and see what happens well that's the thing because like i don't think i think rawdon's like not invited but i also really want to shag him so i think he is invited and i think that there'll be fireworks basically because i think i would go for him and then becky would be pretty annoyed i mean i feel like you're giving me quite a lot to deal with as matri d for the evening when i'm like sweeping up broken glass and hauling people out and things but okay i can i can do it i feel like it's probably above my pay grade but i could do it (laughs) Don't worry, we'll we'll sort you out. We'll give you a bonus. <laughs> okay, so he's kind of not invited, but you kind of hope he turns up so you can. Yeah, okay. maybe he turns up like outside, and I go run off and meet him. I don't know. I don't it's know. The story itself. I don't know where you'd run to in Rivendell. It just looks like a lot of cliffs and waterfalls, but you could probably find somewhere. Go to like a cave behind the waterfall. Oh yeah. Well, there's that little bridge, isn't there, where Arwen and Aragorn meet and they're all silhouetted and shit. Yeah, we could do a bit of that actually. I think that could work. <laughs> I just set it up. It might not be the most spontaneous, but you know. <laughs> okay. Is is there any more? Um, yeah. So I have three more. Okay, cool. Uh, I have Linda Radlett from The Pursuit of Love. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know Linda. I've really gone for a type here. Um, so she is a bit eccentric as well. I think her thing is that she's like always running after different boys and always like chasing this exciting life and she can never settle down. But oh. a party, again, great stories. I mean, those are the people, the messy people make for really interesting stories, don't they? So there is that. And I think she would really get on the lash. I think she's not afraid to have a drink. Okay. Her and Mary and Pippin might be like propping up the bar somewhere. Yeah. I think okay. that's good enough. Oh, you have gone for a type here. Yeah. <laughs> quite messy have... in love, aren't they? Oh, my next one is Helen <laughs> from like a thousand ships, like of, Helen of, of Troy. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I'm reading, currently reading Electra, and she obviously features quite heavily in, well, in all the stories. I think Helen gets a bit of a bad, you know, a bit of bad rap, bless her. Helen does. I really want to write, like, a redemption of Helen story or something. I feel like everyone misunderstands Helen. It's not her fault that she, you know, hatched out of an egg and was, you know, otherworldly beautiful. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> he's so beautiful (laughs) you know you can't help being flawless it's you know it's a curse and a blessing I think it's really unfair though that Paul I mean I I would love to be able to see about them what actually happened with Paris did she go with him was she taken what what was the deal there you'll find out at your dinner party yeah she could tell us she could tell us the truth she could clear her name you might not be able to shank your uh, your fella though if Helen of Troy is hanging out, but you could give it a go. Are you saying that he would choose Helen of Troy? <laughs> Maybe just veil Helen of Troy. 
Like for me, just veil her. I don't need that pressure. Oh god. Yeah, I hadn't actually <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> tell her it's a costume party or something. Just tell her she has to dress up as something. Yeah. We could make her dress up as like Medusa or something. Yeah, that works. She's someone I'd like to have at my party as well. You think? Well, not not showing off, you know, the face and making people into stone, but I'd quite like to talk to her. She seems pretty cool. Yeah, she's probably got a few stories. She's probably she's been around the block a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she's seen some shit, hasn't she? Yeah. Let's face it. Poor old, so is poor old Helen. She was at the sacking of Troy. That doesn't sound like it was a lot of fun. But she came out unscathed, to be fair. So maybe she was just like she did yeah. pretty good. But when your dad is Zeus, there's got to be some issues there, isn't there? Like there's got to be some. You got to be pretty messed up. Your dad turned into a swan to impregnate your mother and hatched out of an egg. You must be pretty, pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, she's got her own things to deal with. Poor Helen. She's gonna be. In... All these women are gonna just be pouring drinks and just like comparing stories. Yeah, I think it's just one of those nights where it like goes on for ages and you end up like bottle of wine deep like and another thing <laughs> you did this to me it's literally gonna be that like, you think you've got it bad i hatched out of an egg and got kidnapped and like a thousand ships came after me didn't even want them to so you've got have you got one more person yeah so the last person is I actually don't want to say this right, but Ayula from My Sister the Serial Killer. I don't know if you've read that one. Yes. She's not the serial killer, is she? She is the serial killer. She is the serial killer. <laughs> okay. So I'm a bit nervous about that, but she only seems to kill men. She does seem to predict, and I think to be honest, Pippin and Mary, I don't know if you could go and they're not men, they're hobbits. So I think they're probably safe. Yeah. And she she could give us handy tips, to be honest. She know she knows how to kill. She good does. <laughs> if that's the kind of tip you need at a dinner party, <laughs> I think she's she's quite she's quite funny, isn't she? In the book, she's quite dryly funny. Yeah, and she tells some stories. You know, perhaps she could teach Helen a thing or two about standing up for herself. Exactly. Actually, yeah, that's why we need her because all these like I'm always going to say pathetic, but not pathetic women, but you know. <laughs> They're all women who just need a bit of a lesson in how to stand up for themselves, how to say no. Yeah. So I think Mary and Pippin are with Georgia Nicholson getting wasted. I think Queenie is getting a good talk. Queenie and Linda, probably, and Helen. Ayula's going to talk to them, explain, you know, how, how to get over these horrible men. Don't know what Becky Sharp's doing. Becky Sharp's chasing me as I go. <laughs> She's gonna, yeah, she'll be spreading some malicious gossip about you around the around the place. She's not gonna be very impressed with you. We'll be friends. I think we'll make it up at the end. It's fine. She'd understand. She'd understand. (laughs) Um, so that that's it. Those are my dinner party guests. That's quite a dinner party that you've got. Is there anybody apart from I've forgotten his name now, which is awful. What's his name? Uh Rawdon. Rawdon, is there anyone else who's not invited that you do not want to turn up? Well, we don't want Agamemnon or Menelaus to turn up because they're, they're such killers. vibe killers, aren't they? Yeah. They're just the worst. Just awful. Really? So yeah, it'd be better if they didn't show up, wouldn't it? Yeah, they'd, they'd ruin it. They probably would show up because they'd want to come get Helen and be like, let's go home, but we've got to stop them. 
don't know if anyone knows the way to Rivendell. You might be right. <laughs> you might be safe. They might have been to find their way there from ancient Greece. <laughs> They're very much a pair of buzzkills as well. You don't, and he's just such a lech. You don't want him at your party or his brother. You don't want either of them. Bad, bad times. Oh. Um, and then the last one, um, well, the person I don't want there is Aunt Lydia from The Handmaid's Tale because. <gasps> Yeah, she's horrible. She's so awful. I mean, I've only, I've not read the book yet. I've only watched the show. And I found it really difficult with her because one minute I think, oh, she's going to get her like redemption arc and you're going to see another side of her. And then all of a sudden she do something even worse. Mm. It's like, how can you actually be worse than you were? Like, or she'll do something like she'll help one of them and you think, oh, here we go. Like she's finally going to get it. And then she'll go right back and you're like, oh God, she's terrifying. Yeah, and like in the Testament, so like the second book, she mm. does get a slight redemption arc, but still, it's not enough for me. I'm just like, mm, you're still a bit of a wanker, though. Is there anything you can ever truly do to make up for that much? I mean, it's like all women in that society is kind of coerced into it, mm. but really. I don't know. I think she quite thrives on it, you know. I think she quite, I think she quite thrives on her position of uh, power. Yeah, she definitely. just take over your party. You don't want that. She'd be lecturing you all. Uh, she wouldn't let anyone have any fun. Actually, she really hates the like sinful women as well. So, and you've got a room full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we would not. Me and Aunt Lydia would not get on. <laughs> nah, she could stay home. She can absolutely stay home. Well, that is. It's an interesting evening, and actually, so far. I think it's one of the ones I'd most want to be at. Oh, yes. So I think you've got a badge for that one. I think of the ones I've done so far, that's the one that I would most like to partake in. Ah, I feel like I'm winning. (laughs) I think you might be winning. But before you go, tell us about your your current read and what you've got coming up that you'd like to read, which I know is a really loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've actually just finished a book. Um, I finished all... At night, all blood is black. It that at night, all blood is black by David Diop. Um, oh, that's on my wish list. I I love the sound really of it. Good. Really good. So, yeah, it won the international Booker Prize, and it's really short as well, which is good. Um, about two Senegalese soldiers in the First World War. Um, so yeah, it's just a really good read. Um, and then next, I need to read the Haunting Season. Oh yeah, I've got that too. It was everywhere from Instagram, wasn't it? And then nobody seemed to read it. Yeah, photos were like, "Look," and then never picked it up. Yeah, I think loads of people pre-ordered it and then were like really excited when it came, and then promptly added it to their piles and forgot about it. It's one I'd like to cozy up with. I think while it gets dark and cold, maybe a bit rainy. That's one I think. I'll be intrigued to see what you think. Which one's your favourite short story from them? We'll have to compare. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think I might cozy up with that. See, I might re- start reading it tonight actually. Um, but then I've also got another book. Well, I've got a lot, I've got a lot of books to read. <laughs> it's it's the curse. Just, like it's got out of control it's actually like my tbr has exploded but uh, we don't need to get onto that everyone's tbr has exploded it's just what it is yeah i think you know i think that's the motto for 2022 it is what it is 
Yeah. I'm not feeling no, guilty oh anymore. Those things in January that loads of bookstagrammers did, the challenge like 21 in 2021, I'm just like, you could not pay me to do 22 in 2022 because it would just be pure lies of books that I would never read. Like, I'm going to, I'm thinking of doing a TBR jar where I literally put it in and then just cheat. When I'm stuck for what I want to read next, I'm going to pick one at random and then probably do it like twice and then bin it off. Yeah, because like, do you think that would work? Because if you picked something you didn't want to read, you'd be like, nah. I'd probably just put it back and be like, oh, try again. <laughs> yeah, if it was something that looked really dry, maybe I'd. Um, I'm not putting the classics in there. That can, That's not happening. No, I remember around this time last year, I said something about like reading Thomas Hardy. So I've got loads of Hardys on my shelf. Obviously, I've not read any of the Thomas. Oh, I've read Tess and the Durbervilles, which I really like, actually. I but... read that. I wouldn't do it again. I've done it now. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, am I going to read this? No, I'm never going to read it. Actually, I should just give it away because it's just there. They're just there to make me look smart. If I'm perfectly honest with you, all my classics are just there so that I look just a little more intelligent. Yeah, oh my God, I've got a really big Moby Dick on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I have a copy of that book, and people always see it, and they're like, "Oh, what do you think of it?" It's like I read the first page, and I was bored. Obviously, I have not read Moby Dick. Well, it's like you can call me Ishmael or something. Is that like the opening line? There we yeah. go. That's as much of Moby Dick as I know. Right. And I know that because Matilda reads it in the film yeah. Matilda. <laughs> that's the reason I know it. But that's the main reason to know, you know, it's how you absorb the other exactly. culture. I'm glad. I feel less guilty now that I'm not the only one who's just putting classics on their shelf with very little intention of actually reading them. Uh, yeah, I've given up. Like, I've just got so many new books that are shiny. It's like, why would I bother with these classics? Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's that curse, isn't it, of knowing that you will never read all of the books that come out. You'll never do it. There are too many books in the world to read all of them. But we're trying that, really hard. That really saddens me. <laughs> we're buying as many of them as we can, even if we don't read them. So <laughs> we're doing our bit. But thank you very much for coming and sharing your uh, your novel evening with me. And obviously, if everyone isn't following you, Amina's Bookshelf over on Instagram, go and give her a follow. She's excellent. You'll want to follow her uh, and make your TBR pile even bigger. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Thank you.